Hello, 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 hello again, and welcome to another episode of Tootsie Rollade, your life's sweet relief, part two of, of mice, and oh man, not another one. <laughs> All right, you guys, so part two of this little scenario of my Rocio versus mice, rats, and Barbies, oh my, stories, right? Of mice and man at another one. So, at my job, I told you guys that I basically, uh, I work in social services and we work in a private building for seniors, basically. So, if seniors need my help, I'm in there. So, when you go into these buildings, they are vestibules. So, if y'all don't know what that is, or y'all listening to me and you guys are not from like Brooklyn or any type of housing, a vestibule is basically the space between the door of entrance into the building and the door past the buzzards. So there's like a, an area where you have to buzz to get into the building officially. Usually the first doors are unlocked so you can come in, but in order for you to gain access completely into the building where the um, past the buzzards, you would have to buzz somebody's apartment to be let into the building. So that little square nook, that's called a vestibule. So one day I'm having lunch and I work in social services and I was there with um, one of the property managers. Well, she wasn't with me, but she was inside the building. All of a sudden I hear her go, ah! so I'm here like, uh, <laughs> okay, what was that? So I come out and I see her covering her mouth. Her eyes are budging like they're huge. And I'm like, I don't understand. Like, what's going on, you guys? And she was like, Rose, because she used to call me Rose. So she was like, Rose, I don't want you to scream. I don't want you to yell. I don't want you to make a big deal out of it because I don't want to freak out everybody here. And I'm like, what? So the security guard is looking at me and she's like, they're both looking at the vestibule. I'm like, I don't see anything in the vestibule. And they were like, look down. And I looked down and this huge baby pig of a rat got caught inside the vestibule. So I was just like, <gasps> what? She was like, no, don't freak out. And I was like, what are we going to do? Call the super. The super went out to lunch and the porter, he just left for lunch too. You can't call them. No, because when they're at lunch, they don't respond to my call. So I was like, oh. So I am the type of person that when an emergency arises, I naturally, naturally, what I do is that I kind of like relax. If you're excited, you make me calm so I can make decisions in order for me to help you and me and the entire human race. So the thing is that I was like, all right, so what are we going to do? She was like, I don't know. I was like, well, we got to get rid of the rat. And you can't expect our seniors to listen to us because what they're going to do is that they're going to open the wrong door. The rat is going to come into the building. It's going to find a nook and then it's going to lay its babies and tell all of its colonies to come to this brand new building because there are no rats. Hell. So she was just like, well, and I was just like, well, there's only one thing we can do. She was like, what? I was like, I'm going to have to kill the rat. She was like, Rose, you don't have to do this. This is not your job. And I was just like, so... Are you going to do something about it? No. Okay, so what are we going to do? Let open the door so then it can make a burrow at the bottom of the building? She was like, no. And I was like, all right, I'm volunteering. I volunteer as tribute. 
I don't know if that was the tone. The tone. I'm, I'm sorry. I tried. So the thing is that, what do you need, Rose? And I was like, give me a plastic bag. Give me gloves. Give me Clorox and um, ammonia. Because if you listen to part one, that's what mommy used to kill her rat. I mean, her mouse. So I was just like, I need ammonia and I need chloro. She was like, all right. So I was like, get it for me. So she got me these heavy industrial gloves. She got me this big, um, super plastic bag. It was like the the industrial size, huge plastic bag. And she gave me a bottle of ammonia because I couldn't carry the chloro and the ammonia, obviously, in the same arm. So I, I opted for the ammonia because it was a stronger smell. She gave it to me. So I was just like, all right, I'm going in the vestibule. Please pay attention to me because if some crap happens to me, I need to get a tetanus shot. And, you know, when you do silly things like this, you obviously are not thinking because I would never do that in my life right now. But then I was just like, I have to save everyone in the building. And nobody knows that they're in danger. It's one of those things. So I go and I grab the bag. I grab the bag with my hand. I have one bag completely open and I roll it down open and I have ammonia in the other bag. I step into the vestibule. Now, I'm going to describe the vestibule to you. So the vestibule is a glass door with metal frames, okay? So the entire frames are metal, and then the glass is like a tempered glass, which basically means a shatterproof glass. So if it breaks, it doesn't it shatter. It, it won't shatter into a, a different million pieces. What it happens is that it will stay, and it will make like a spiderweb look um, on the glass. So the thing is that... um. It's that type of glass, and then it has, like, the metal around it. When I step into this vestibule, now, 360 degrees of this vestibule is all glass. So if you're on the opposite side, you can hear me. If you're on the opposite side, inside, you can see me, whatever the case may be. So I step into the vestibule. When I step into the vestibule, this baby pig of a rat starts squealing like a pig. And I was just like, And I'm here like, oh, my God. And then the, the property manager, she's like, oh, my God, no. And I was just like, OMG. And she just kept covering her mouth. And I was just here like, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to. I was like, you don't want to listen to me? Fine. And I start spraying it with ammonia. And every time it would go, un buche de agua. Un buche de agua. Un buche de agua. Un buche de agua means a mouthful of water. So I kept giving it a mouthful of the liquid, which was the ammonia. So every time it squealed, I'll hit it. Then all of a sudden, it almost started running, like jogging, because it was so heavy. It started jogging around the vestibule, and I was walking backwards. Like if it was like a toro, like he was, it was a toro, it was a bull, and I was the bullfighter, and we were just doing a little dance. And what it did was that it turned, it had me do a circle, so that way I was right back where I started from, and its back was to the outside door. And what it kept doing, it kept jumping to the glass and hitting himself. Jumping in the glass and hitting himself. And what we deduce from that situation, we feel that that mouse, I mean that rat, I mean that mini pig, we feel that that baby pig, what happened to that rat is that we think that it ate from the outside like some type of like poison and it had the rat dizzy. So that's what we thought. So we were just like, okay, so... We were just like, all right, well, maybe that's what happened to this rat. And that's why this situation was happening like that. Anyway, moving on with the story. 
So the thing is that it kept squealing. And I was just like, you need to get into this bag. Like, I don't know how we're going to work this out, but I'm going to spray you to death. And when I was talking to the rat, it would, it would like listen to me and then respond. Wee, wee. And I was like, shh, shh. son, you either get in the bag or I squirt you to death. So at that moment, there is um, a senior in a wheelchair that comes in and I go, close the door. But the thing is that you need to understand that seniors in Brooklyn, you can't tell them what to do. So he looked at me and the soup, um, the um, property manager and the security guard was like, no, no, let's give him a generic Hispanic name. So Jose. So no, Jose, do not come in. No, no. And he was just like, I don't care. And he rolled his butt in there. And I was just like, no. And as we turned around, that mouse was just like, ah, ah, and started freaking out and started jumping and almost jumped on his legs. And he was like, oh, and I'm looking at him like, we told you not to do that. We told you to step out. And he's now trying to reverse, but he can't reverse. You know why? Because the door closed behind him and now he's in a wheelchair. So now he's like, and he's moving around. And in my head, I was just like, you know, that's really annoying because I specifically told you not to enter. I tried to look out for your well-being and you gave me the middle finger face when you're kind of like, Ugh. and you know, that's a middle finger face. So he gave me a middle finger face, a middle finger face. And then he got a rat on his knees. So now the rat is now jumping up. He's The rat is not even touching him. He's just jumping up, missing him because he was like, ah, Ah, freaking out so finally I grabbed the door and I was like get out so he gets out and holds open the door and I was like what are you doing and he was like for the rat to come out and I was like close the door it needs to die it can't burrow under the building so he closes the door so now the mouse is like first of all you came through a tank at me you're throwing ammonia at me I'm tired the whole vestibule is smelling like ammonia and I look at the mouse and I said to the mouse listen to me just get in the bag. I'm trying to get you in the bag. Just get in the bag. I kid you not. The rat, the rat was like, you know what? I'm, I'm tired. So he goes. Well, I think it was a she. She goes and jumps in the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, she, cre she did her own little Cirque du Soleil, jumped in the bag. And we were all like, I can't believe she jumped in the bag. Like she totally understood that I was telling her to jump in the bag. So I was just like, I caught her. I caught her. And the property manager and the security guard started cheering me. Yeah, you did it, Rose. You did it. And I'm here like having a proud moment. You could have had a cape and a fan on me because that was shooting in the breeze behind me up until I felt the bag in my hand move. And that's when I freaked out. I was like, ah, I have a rat in my hand. Ay, Dios mío, ay, 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 se está moviendo. Oh my God, it's moving, it's moving. Oh my God, oh my God. So I was just like, what do I do with this rat? Yo, the property manager had the balls to look me in the face and said, kill it. <laughs> no, 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 espérate. I was like, I didn't say I was going to kill it. I said I would catch it and release it. She was like, you can't release it. It's going to come back to the building. And I was like, not after this fight. And the, it started moving again. So I was like, Ay. she was like, don't drop it, Rocio, don't drop it. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She was like, you're going to have to kill it. You're going to have to kill it. I'm like, I don't 
kill things that look like baby pigs. I'll stomp on a roach. I'll murder a mouse, but a rat, come on. It, it, no, I don't want to do a rat. You know what I mean? No. She was like, Rocio, you have to kill the rat. You have to. So I was like, fine. So I step out. It was like the summertime and they were repaving the, the streets. So the thing is that it was like extra gravel on the floor. There weren't any cars. And I was like, how do I kill it? And she was like, bash his head. I was like, you know what? You have a lot of opinions of how you want me to kill this damn rat because I'm not trying to kill this rat. Since you know everything, why don't you come over here and kill the rat? No, you have to do it, Rose, please, for me. So I was like, Lord, I want to make a quick prayer. I want you to forgive my soul for, and as I'm trying to pray, because I was actually going to just go near the sewer and just like release her and just be like, you know what? You went through so much. She got desperate in my hands. So I was like, God, I just want to say, you know, I'm so sorry that, and I felt her move. When I felt that sack, that heavy industrial bag move independently on its own, I freaked out and screamed, and took that bag over my shoulder and started bashing it on the corner of the sidewalk and the street. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, windmill style. Because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die. So I kept going over and over again. And then I stopped. Then I was like, I wonder if she survived that. So I shook the bag. When I shook the bag, she moved again. And I was like, ah, foo, 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 foo. the windmill went faster. Shook the bag. The bag wasn't moving. And at that moment, I knew that big rat that was fat, I killed that rat. And I just felt ashamed. And that was fat, I killed that rat. And I just felt ashamed. And so proud of myself, I killed the rat! I saved the building from a horrible infestation. You can thank me later by buying me lunch. Like, that's how I, in my mind, processed everything, right? Okay, so now I was like, what do I do with the bag? Do I put it in the garbage bag and the garbage pail that the city has in the corner? She was like, no, just put it by our garbage pail. And I'll tell the super that there's a dead rat there. He could just pick it up and just throw it in the incinerator. And I was like, all right, cool, no problem. So after I'm having like my little moment, because I did take a picture of the rat, um, the property manager comes up to me and she goes, you would not believe what happened. And I was like, what? Remember the rat that you killed? And I was like, yeah, happened like almost an hour ago. So the super, I told him, throw out that bag the moment you come back from lunch. He did not throw out that bag. When he came out from lunch, what he did was he did him. And then towards the end of the day, not towards the end of the day, because it was like like another like maybe like an hour after I killed the rat. He goes to pick up the rat, you know, I mean, the bag, you know what the rat did? So what she did was that she stood there quietly. And according to the um, the super, she must have bit a hole out of the plastic bag because when he lifted the bag. She was still standing there like she is kind of like the reverse of what happens to Wally Coyote when he makes like a hole and, and he falls through or everything falls through. You know what I'm trying to say? Instead of like it falling through, what ends up happening is that he picked up the bag and she made 
she cut out a hole. So when you lift the bag, she's staying there. So that's what happened. She stood there. He picked up the bag. And when she saw that he picked up the bag and she was released, he said that he saw her jog away from the building. He was like, I don't know what Rocio did to her, but she walked away limping. So I'm here like, so you didn't try to kill the rat when it left? And he was like, it looked like she went through a lot. <laughs> I just let her go. She wasn't trying to look back. She ran away from the building like, these people are crazy. I can't even be here. And he was like, nah, she learned her lesson. She went across the street. <sighs> Jesus, why would you do that? So that is my little rat tat 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 story. <laughs> So, as a bonus um, to this little story, in order for you to understand this joke, you really have to listen to part one of this. So, I have a little bonus story to tell you. So, what happened is that when I was younger, I told you guys about my Barbie bag, how I had Barbies or whatever the case may be. So, let me tell you guys a little bit about my fascination with Barbies. And if you don't know why this correlates to the rat story, then you have to listen to part one, obvi, because the Barbies have something to do with the story. So, but this is an independent story, but I get to talk about the Barbie story because I talked about the Barbie part in part one. So the thing is that I was a very imaginative, imaginative child. As you can see, as you can hear, I'm very creative. I'm very la 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 to myself. So what happened is that when I was younger, I used to play with Barbies, right? And the thing is that I used to always watch the Barbies and anytime that the Barbie, every time I would watch like the Olympics or anything like that. I used to love watching the gymnasts because I thought it was so cool for them to flip it in the air. I've always wanted to do that. Never had the coordination to do that. And what things that I used to do with the Barbies is that I used to imitate what I used to see. So anytime they would flip or do any flips, I would whisper in my Barbie's ear, triple sal cow, half flip, full twisting layout. And fling my Barbies in the air and have them, you know, land in that position. So one day I took one of my Barbies and I was just like, triple sal cow, half flip front step out layout flipped the hell out of my barbie flipped it whoop this barbie hit the grape chandelier thingy like the the grape um the grape bulb holder light bulb holder and that came down with the barbie and shattered on my head now this was a thick Thick grape light bulb holder. It, it wasn't like a little chandelier. It was thick, shattered all over my head. I know what you're thinking. You were probably like, oh my God, Rocio, you probably call number one, all this stuff. I come from a Hispanic family where the concern is not that that landed and shattered on my skull. The concern was. Ay, Dio mio, rompi la lampara de mami. Which translates to, oh my God, I broke my mother's lamp. So because I was so nervous that I was going to get the ass whooping of a millennium, I stood there in shock, put my hands on my head, and went to the living room quietly and sat down. And mommy was like, Rocio, ¿y qué lo que te pasa? Rocio, what's wrong with you? And I was like, nothing. Nothing's wrong. And I just had my hands on my head, just quiet on the couch. I probably had pieces of glass in there. I didn't care. I was just like, I'm just going to sit here like nothing happened. I left the Barbies there on Rogue. Like maybe, 
you know, it, 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 maybe they had their own Chucky moment and my mother would believe that they moved by themselves because I'm not even going to be around that area. All of a sudden you hear my babysitter. Ay, Dios mío. Yes, the reguero. Ay, Dios mío. Feja. That's what I call my mom. Feja, oh, my God. So they ran like, what happened? And I was just like, like they have nothing to do with me. This had nothing to do with me. Oh, my God. My mother was like, Rocio, what happened? And my heart started freezing. My palms got sweaty. I just had my hand on my head like, I just went through so much and now I'm going to get an ass woman. And mommy looked at me and she was like, Rocio, what happened? And I was like, <sighs> and then she saw there was glass on my head. And she was like, did that lamp fall on your head? Oh, my God. My daughter. Ay, mi hija. Ay, Dios mío. Ay, eso te cayó. Oh, my gosh. And when I saw that there was no glimmer of any type of ass whooping in the horizon, I immediately broke down. I was like, I was just playing with my Barbies and I don't know what happened. And then it just, and then that thing just fell on my head. And why didn't you tell me? And I was just like, I just thought you would get me in trouble. I was just playing. I was just minding my business in the hallway. And then it just fell out of nowhere. And what did you do? Uh, nothing. Mama was just playing with my Barbies and then it landed on my head. And it hurt. Ay, me dolió. Ay, me dolió. Point of the story is now that my skull, it has a permanent dent in it. So you know how the top of your head, when you see skulls, they go around. Like it's like a from the forehead all the way to the back of the cranium. It's kind of like a, a solid circle. So mine goes, wee, gunk, wee, and continues. So I have like a permanent dent in my skull because of that. Also, headbands were horrible to wear in high school because... Of the bump on my head. So there you go. That was a bonus little Barbie tale for you. <laughs> Barbie tale, Barbie tale for you. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then thank you so much for listening to another episode of Tootsie Rollades, your life sweet relief. You already know you can hear me on Spotify. You can hear me on Google Podcasts. Um, you can also hear me on anywhere where podcasts are heard. If you don't know, of other places and you want to listen to me in other areas go to my instagram page at tootsie rollades you'll be able to look at different places that i am heard on and if you have any ideas on topics or questions to ask me do so you can dm me at tootsie rollades so thank you so much for listening i appreciate you guys so much till the next time take care you guys bye